Hey, welcome to Reality Unmasked. John Cardillo here with my partner, former New York City Police Commissioner, Bernard Carrick. If you haven't seen our tweets on uh, Dr. Anthony Fauci, Bernie's tweets, my tweets on this, take a look at them. Because if you haven't seen them, we're going to tell you how we feel about Dr. Fauci. And if you have read the tweets, we're going to spend about a half hour with you now telling you how we really feel about Dr. Fauci. Oh my God, he's the most brilliant guy in the world, but he's really not, I'm not saying he's not brilliant. All right, he's a brilliant man, but he's not the most brilliant man in the world. There are other doctors out there that know what they're talking about that aren't preaching the same doom and gloom, right, Bern? Yeah, that's right. And, uh, you know, if you go back to January yeah. of this year, he, uh, he had a conversation with Greg Kelly, Newsmax. He did. Great reporter. Um, and this is what he had to say. Manageable numbers. Um, bottom line, we don't have to worry about this one, right? Well, I, you know, obviously you need to take it seriously and do the kinds of things that the CDC and the Department of Homeland Security are doing. But this is not a major threat for the people in the United States. And this is not something that the citizens of the United States right now should be worried about. And then Bernie, last night, last night, Fauci said this. I think so, Anderson. I don't understand why that's not happening. As you said, you know, the tension between federally mandated versus states' rights to do what they want is something I don't want to get into. But if you look at what's going on in this country, I just don't understand why we're not doing that. We really should be. Now, Commissioner, as a man who investigated some of the most high-profile cases, I mean, around the world, you were interior minister of Iraq, you were in Jordan doing security, Saudi for the royal family. What's going on here? Because this is the most dramatic 180, but not just a dramatic 180. He's destroying the United States from within. Fauci has become an emperor king, an unelected man with so much power to destroy this nation. And I fear, I'm going to get deep into this, that Fauci and the other deep state doctors are doing the president a disservice with the doom and gloom. Well, I think, I think they're doing the president uh, a disservice on, on numerous fronts. And, and, you know, everybody wants to criticize the president. This isn't about the president. That's right. Okay? This is about the guy that's run the National Institute uh, for Allergy and Infectious Disease since 1984. So I want you to think for a second. 1984. 84. That's the thing, 1984. We're talking about 36 years. The fucking guy has been in that position. 36 years. The same position through President Reagan. Bush 41. Bush 41. Clinton. Bush 43. Obama. Obama. And he's Trump. up to this president. And here's my problem with the guy right up front. When this all started, he actually said, we weren't really prepared for this. Okay, that's my we question. Didn't. And I've, call, I've called this out on Twitter. You, I mean, you, let's say, we, we joke around, we say things tongue in cheek, but you're in the New York City Police Department, largest law enforcement agency in the world. What percentage of your, your day, excuse me, was focused on preparedness? Uh, 25%. So 25%, 25% of your job. 25% is preparedness. But I, I have to tell you, John, in the aftermath of 9-11, right? Right. People don't realize prior to 9-11, from 1996 on, up into 2001, Rudy Giuliani created the Office of Emergency Management. Right. And every two months we had mock drills and tabletop exercises. There was this constant crisis management preparedness. So preparedness was woven in to 100% of what you did. And you focused on it of the, of the city, city, what the right? city did, right? This is the guy 
that runs infectious disease for the entire United that's States only, of America. That's his only job. That's his only As job. As you had to worry about patrol and, and burglaries and crime and personnel and, and your civilian people and getting prisoners from NYPD to jail. But Fauci has one job. It's to prevent the spread of disease. It's all about preparedness. In 36 fucking years, the guy doesn't seem to be doing that great of a job to me. Well, it, not only is he not doing that great of a job here, you know, Intel is the success for us in combating terrorism all sure. over the world. Really, this combating guy, local crime. Local crime, yeah, terrorism. Yeah. But you know what? Here's my question to somebody like Fauci and the people that work for him. China had this thing. You mean to tell me you couldn't, you couldn't get the real inside scoop on what they were doing? Right. In 36 years, you, you didn't have any contacts in the medical community that would give you a call and say, hey, Tony. This is China's line, but they're fucking lying. Like, this is what's really going on. 36 fucking years, you don't have one confidant around the world? That says a lot to me. Unless he did, and he's just lying to our faces. Well, listen, I, I, I think you have to, if you watch these press conferences, I think on numerous occasions, he's th said things that conflicted with the president. Um, and, and a lot of people out there, they've criticized the president if there's any fuck-ups yeah. in our response to this, it's Fauci's fault. But I want to go through how they criticized the president, because Bernie did a great job here with the timeline, which is really what an investigation is. It all lives and dies by a timeline, and you fill in the gaps. So we just showed you video of video now. This isn't, you know, Jenny down the block on Facebook, your mom's friend saying, I heard this about Fauci. We just showed you Fauci on video saying it. In January, it's not a big deal. Then last night saying, lock the nation down. I'm going to tell you something else he did after that, which is why I don't think he's an honest broker and he's on a power trip. But we've got this timeline, all yeah. right? January 21st, Fauci says it's not a big deal. At the same time, the president's trying to ban travel from China. Fauci's buddy, Nancy Pelosi, is calling him a racist and a xenophobe. So now the president is excoriated, Byrne for not acting sooner in January. Well, fucking Fauci's telling him it's no big deal. The mainstream media, though, they're not beating Fauci up for this. No, they don't beat him up. He's and, getting and, a pass. And, and listen, and this is a guy, when you look at his history, yep. he was there in the same office for HIV, SARS, uh, H, H1N1, swine, West Nile. Ebola. Ebola. <laughs> uh, every one of these. I just find it hard to believe that they couldn't pick up on this earlier, and he didn't have more remedy to the problem. And when you look at doctors around the country, you know, all right, so let's back up. What's the latest thing he said? Oh, so this is our favor, right? All right, so if you've, again, you've been following our tweets, I'll, I'll set it up for you, because this one's just great. My feeling is that Fauci is drunk on power now, and he's out there he's fucking out there like Fauci has no understanding of what he's doing to the United States of America with shutting the country down or he's just so hell-bent on his deep state buddies and Nancy Pelosi and the institutionalists and the administrative state loving him that he's going to do anything to fuck Trump and I'm not a conspiracy theorist never been you guys know my brand I'm not Bernie's not but last night when the rest of the world the rest of the fucking world is saying hydroxychloroquine is effective. And doctors around the world are saying, we're going to use it. And the governors, the Democratic governors of Michigan and Nevada, Whitmer and Sisolak, who banned the use in the last week, reversed and said, hey, this looks promising. We got to give it a shot. 
Fauci comes out and says, you ready for this? Hold on, I got it on my phone here. Well, don't think this works. We, let me read you with the article. This is an article from CNBC. It says, uh, Dr. Fauci says, Americans shouldn't assume hydroxychloroquine is a knockout drug. And he basically says, well, it's understandable why people might want this to work, but there's no proof it's going to work. How many other doctors are saying it works? This morning, uh, John Solomon, Just the News, yeah. put out a, a tremendous article. <laughs> 6,200 doctors in 30 different countries. 6,200 doctors. 6,200 doctors in yeah. 30 different countries said oxy... <laughs> Hydroxychloroquine. <laughs> Hydroxychloroquine is the number one drug used now they believe is the remedy for the virus. But little God King Emperor Fauci doesn't like it, so let's throw the fucking United States into the dark ages. I'm, I'm really, really getting sick of this guy. Now look, again, I'm not anti-science. I will acknowledge that Anthony Fauci is a really smart guy and probably a really great epidemiologist. And if he worked in a hospital somewhere and you had an infectious disease, he's probably the guy you'd want to sit with. But I didn't see him on the fucking ballot in 2016. No. And it, I didn't elect this guy to decide the fate of the United States. I mean, you know. The, the whole thing, listen, uh, to everybody out there, the whole, shutting down the entire country um, for something that is having a major impact, and it is. It's having a major impact on New York and New York City, New Jersey, which is very close to New York, some spots in Florida, uh, Louisiana, but there are, you know, probably 70% of the country is not impacted by the virus yeah. like you see going on in New York or New Jersey, Louisiana or Florida. It's just not happening. Yeah, but even in Southeast Florida where I live, they're saying it's a hot spot, it's a center, it's this, it's that. I drove by emergency rooms just to look in. A couple of the hospitals, the emergency room waiting rooms are glass on the first level. You can look in. It's not overcrowded. I drove by one last night. There were six people there. I'm not seeing this in Southeast Florida. Yeah, but this guy wants to shut down the whole fucking country. Whole fucking country. This is crazy. Shut down everything. And and basically what it's doing is it is destroying the economy. Now, another thing, Vern. We see press conference. I think the president's doing a superb job. I think the president, I'm going to say this flat out. I said it on Twitter. Mr. President, you are not being served by Fauci and his deep state doctor buddies. Go get some fresh opinions from the medical community, from people outside of government. But Bern, do you agree get, with that? Get some, of those, get some of those doctors that are out in the field right oh, now. 6,200. The fucking 6,200 guys that are, yeah. that are giving this yeah. stuff out and have concluded that it really works. Those are the guys. And, and there's another thing, John, that, that, you know, this is the guy that oversees, you know, a bunch of these trials with the FDA yep. and the FDA getting things approved. And I'm still getting notes from doctors, still getting notes from doctors today that FDA is taking too long. They're not getting back to them. That's right. There's too much red tape still today, still today. We're, we're three months into this thing already, and they're still having a hard time with the FDA. They're not getting the approvals they need. We should, listen, if there's somebody out there that's sick and a doctor thinks he has the answer and he thinks if he, you know, he prescribes a certain medication, it's going to work, they should be given a shot. There are people fucking dying. That's right. They're dying. That's right. And that was the basis when the president signed right to try. Right. To try these, these drugs that were in the pipeline. Look, hydroxychloroquine, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a pharmacist. But 
It's in the FDA pipeline. It's been approved for malaria. It, as far as I can understand in research, it falls under right to try. It's bizarre to me that Fauci, you notice this, every single time, bar none, every single fucking time, there's one bit of optimism, one bit. The market bumps 10 points in the right direction. Somebody, somebody says hydroxychloroquine works. Or they say, maybe, maybe Italy's flattening the curve. Fucking Fauci is on TV preaching doom and gloom, trashing the market. 200,000 deaths. Ridiculous. 250,000 deaths. Millions, in fact, I mean, enough. Like, shut the fuck up. Sometimes saying nothing is better than saying something when you don't know. Because in January, he didn't know shit. In January, Dr. Fauci said nothing to worry about. Look, I, you know, I, I think the president has to take a serious look at his team. I, you know, uh, as somebody that's been through one crisis after another, yeah. whether it was, you know, the West Nile virus when I was in charge of Rikers or 9-11 or the anthrax attack or you know, American Forgot Airlines yeah. uh, Flight uh, 586 that killed 260 people. I've been through some crisis. You even had one a week um, after 9-11 when that other <laughs> flight coming out fell, uh, crashed in the Rockaways. 586, yeah. Yeah, and the guy, you know the guy that had killed my... My cousin's good friend, believe it or not, from college was the guy and the mom that were killed. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah they dropped on, uh, dropped on four on houses. House. Yeah, on the house. Um, it, you know what? As somebody that's been through a number of different crises, I can tell you the people at the top, the people that are they're sitting in that crisis management meeting with the president, they've got to be able to give him the right information. They've got to be able to give him the, the, the right criteria the, for looking at this stuff. And, and I'll tell you something. The one thing that Dr. Fauci has said that I would agree with, and I think it's, it, this is really to the president's detriment. Um, he said on an interview, I think it was 60 Minutes, he said, the president has never overridden any decision that I've told him, Ever. any information that I've given him. Yep, and he said so, it multiple times. So basically yeah. the president's depending on him, right? He's, uh, he's, he's given the president information and the president, because he believes in him, he basically says, okay, I'll go with your thing. Um, the president has never gone against him. Um, and everything he's told the president, the president's taken firsthand. Um, you know what? Maybe it's time for the president to look at somebody else. Because this guy contradicts himself constantly. I think he's... I, I, single-handedly. I think he's got a God complex, is what I believe. I really think Fauci's got a God complex. <laughs> no, you're stuck on his size. Uh, uh, no, no, no. I don't mean... I, that's Napoleon complex. <laughs> you're stuck on Fuck his fucking size. No, though. it's not... A, listen. No, I, I don't believe he was a great basketball player, but no. I, listen, what I'm saying is, I think Fauci for so long has been so revered by the medical community... Like I've seen with other doctors, accomplished doctors, they, they start to have a God complex. They believe that their intellect has the power over life and death. And I believe Fauci now truly believes this about himself. Listen, I, I, the guy's a smart guy. There's no, I'm, I'm not, I don't doubt that. But you know what? He's a fucking terrible manager. He's a terrible leader. He's, he gives no, no uh, optimism, no, no light at the end of None. the time. No light. We're all no going to die. Hope. Oh, my God. We're all going to fucking know, die. Everything is fucking doom Oof. and gloom. Every time the guy talks, it's negative. And 50% of the time he talks, he's wrong. He's wrong. Or he contradicts himself. My dog drinks a fucking martini after this guy speaks. They're so depressed. I can't even sit on the couch. They wanna, they, my dog jumped off the couch. It was terrible. Well, listen, I, I, think, uh, I think this is something the president has to look at. Um, and but here's, th here's my feeling on this, Bernie, is that th 
the president brings in business leaders, right? When he, we have this mask shortage, which I want to get into in a moment as to why Fauci's not being blamed for this because the reserves were depleted after swine flu, after H1N1 under Obama on Fauci's watch. He's the point guy. Every one of us, anecdotally, you guys, us, saw pictures of people around the world wearing the fucking mask. Fauci never thought, hey, maybe this could happen again. Mr. Brilliant, by the way, who says, I always knew this was going to happen again. Didn't think he had to order more masks. I mean, Mr. Brilliant seems to forget some pretty simple things that we took for granted. But this, this John, this you know? goes back to this goes back to preparation. This goes back to his his basic job function was to be prepared for things like this. Right. And he himself said they weren't prepared. So at that point, when you're the fucking guy in charge and you stand up there in front of the president and say we weren't prepared, well, I don't know. It's time for you to go. Well, maybe he's he should be worth less worried about speaking at medical conferences in Switzerland than hanging out with Bill Gates and hanging out with Nancy Pelosi and getting his photos taken with the D.C. elite and intelligentsia and the Wall Street elite. Look, the guy believes his own legend. But, but here's my, my bigger problem. And this is, is a critique of the president to a large degree. Fauci's one guy. And I say this as a supporter of the president who thinks he's doing a great job in terms of management and comms. He's telling the American people what's happening. He's being transparent. Nobody has worked harder than Trump. I mean, the man's work ethic is off the charts. Hold it, hold it. Wait, 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 one second. Yeah, I, I just want to touch on this for a second. The president, Johnson said the president's being transparent. This president is more transparent than any True. president yep. I've ever seen, almost to his detriment. He tells you what's on his mind. He tells you what he's thinking. Whether you like the guy or you don't like the guy, guaranteed he's going to tell you what he believes He's overly fucking transparent. And I actually put out a tweet the other day that said he's also over generous with his fucking time. Him and the vice president. That's right. Get, you know, they, they get out there. They try to give the American people uh, the right info, what's going on, where they're at, what they're doing. And for fucking for an hour, they've got these nasty, hypocritical, oh, it's terrible. obnoxious reporters sitting there just trying to get a, a catch a moment. Do you, have, do you have blood on your hands? Do you regret this? They never mention Fauci's name, though. They never say, well, hey, Mr. President, Dr. Fauci told you it was no big deal in January. Is he at fault here, in your opinion? But no, God, no, he's protected, right? And I can't believe they haven't given Trump that gotcha to try to no, get well, him listen, into a John, John, hold pissing on. contest hold with on. Fauci. When, you know, two, two, three weeks ago, Fauci said, he said publicly that, you know, we're looking at a 5% mortality rate. I know. A 3 to 5% yeah. mortality rate. And the markets went Only, like this. And the markets plummeted, plummeted. And fucking a week later, he says, well, it's going to be more like uh, influenza to be around, down around. Yeah, and then things started to bounce back. And then Dr. Doom ran on the CNN or MSNBC and said, oh, oh I wasn't trying to be optimistic. Millions could still die. Probably not going to be millions, but they could. And then CNN took it and ran with it. I mean, it's, it's bizarre. he's like a crazy Halloween character, this guy, sometimes. And again, I don't want to come off anti-science. And I'm venting because I'm pissed off at what one unelected bureaucrat with a God-King Emperor complex is doing to our country. But going back to my point, I wish there were more people around the president because unless you've been around a crisis or around politics, whether it be as an insider or, or as part of the media, 
you don't realize that in the White House, and I know Bernie's going to agree with me on this, it's not a crisis every day or a crisis every hour. There's a crisis every second somewhere in the world. So the job of President of the United States incredibly, is an incredibly, incredibly, I'm so pissed off I'm punching my mic, is an incredibly uh, overwhelming job and a stressful job. So the president has to rely on his experts. So I don't fault the president for listening to the guy that's been there for 36 years. I just wish there were people around the president who said, Mr. President, Dr. Fauci's job is to be doom and gloom. We have to take what he says, consider what he says. Let's go get some other medical experts from outside government. Let's get their opinions. Let's put them all together and then do what's best for the United States. Because like Bernie said, about 70% of the country is not affected by coronavirus, but their lives, their businesses are being irreparably destroyed. Annihilated. 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 There are so many people. My, my fear is that there are so many people in the country, they didn't just lose their jobs. They're losing their businesses. Their lives, their homes. They're losing their livelihoods. And, you know, and the president can do this stimulus, do another package, do a third, fourth package. You know what? There are many people in this country that's not going to be able to get over that. No. And, and I think it's, it's horrendous. And this fucking guy wants to shut down the entire country for he, doesn't he knows how long. And, and I go back to it. It's because he doesn't, let's face it, Fauci's a wealthy man. Fauci has a car and driver. Fauci has a security detail. Fauci doesn't live like you have to live. He doesn't have to. Fauci has a staff. He can tell somebody on his staff, I need paper towel. I need Purell. And believe me, they're going to find paper towel and Purell for Tony Fauci. They're not going to fucking find it for you. So he doesn't care if the country shuts down because his security detail will whisk him through checkpoints. His refrigerator will be stocked. His, his cabinets will be stocked. He'll have water in the refrigerator. He's not going to suffer the same fate as other Americans. I think the president understands all this. I don't think Fauci could care less because he's got, he gets up there and he's very pompous and it's, well, I don't care about business. If we need to shut the country down, we're shutting the country down. He, he couldn't. Is, care I, I will tell you though, he's an obnoxious little fuck though. He's he, like really. I'm like mean, a mean little elf. No, right. I should say little. You call him little again. Um, it, it, look, uh, you know, as somebody, it's Pierce's for my producers over it, there. By the way, it, he's he's egging me on to do terrible guy. My producer Pierce, by the way, egging me on to do this. Anyway. On, on a on a really serious note, before we close, it's uh, as somebody that's run some of the biggest crises in U.S. history. I have to tell you, I yeah. think the president will be much better served, would be much better served if he looks for somebody else. Yeah. This guy should not be in that position. He wasn't prepared for it. He's hypocritical. He's contradicted himself on numerous occasions. He has no optimism. He gives no hope to the American people. He, uh, he should be gone. That's it. ASAP. Or and, at and least, burn. at the very least. You know, the president stands up there, what I was getting at earlier, was uh, you know, the president will stand up there with the CEOs of, of my pillow, Mike Lindell, real good guy. Mike retools his factory to make masks. He's talking to the CEO of, of FedEx and of UPS, a CEO. He's talking to the CEO of Walmart and, and learning more about their supply chain and logistics and their helping. So the president has really talented guys, right? As his cabinet secretaries in, in, in that genre, Steve Mnuchin, and he's got Wilbur Ross. But he's still going to these outside business leaders and saying, look, Stephen Wilbur, brilliant guys, and we're doing great, but I need your expertise as well on logistics and manufacturing and supply chain. But when it comes to the medical piece, he's just got Fauci. 
yeah. and Burks. And Burks annoys me less than Fauci. She's at least pragmatic. But I'd like to see the president have an outside counsel, a kitchen cabinet of medical advisors from the private sector whose hospitals are now failing because they're not allowed to do elective procedures. Private practice doctors whose patients can't pay because they're being economically devastated. Or, and, and John, and yeah. John, in, in addition to the pharmaceutical to them, industry. And, 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 and yeah. in, in addition to them, Get the fucking doctors from the field that's doing this stuff. The, some of these 6,200 that are seeing the hydroxychloroquine doctors. work. You know what? Yes. When, I, when I ran the NYPD and when I ran Rikers Island, once a month, every month, I would send a message to the chief, send in, in the NYPD, send in 15 cops, send them down to my office on a Friday afternoon, and I would get them pizza and sandwiches. I would stick them in a room. Yep. I would walk in and I would say to them, here's my shield. The mayor of the city of New York just made you the police commissioner. You tell me how you would change the department. How would you save money? How would you be more safe? Right. How would you be, do more for the citizens of this city? I did the same thing at Rikers. You know what? I think it's time for the president to do this. That's a great thing. idea, right? Because great intel comes from the troops. The men That's and women right. on the street. And sometimes you need fresh eyes. And That's I think right. we're at the point. We're at the point. And, and I'm going to criticize Fauci because I, but let's take all that aside. Put, put all that aside. We're simply at the point where we need fresh eyes on this, fresh medical eyes, fresh pharmaceutical eyes, right? That's right. That's right. And the sooner the better. Well, I hope we do it because I, uh, I don't think this country can last another 30 days. I don't know, Bern. I, I had a, a very liberal, I'm going to close it a moment here, but I wanted to tell you this. Just it slipped my mind. I had a well-known Democrat. They, they're well-known in the media. You've seen them out there. They do media hits, uh, analysis. Said to me today, text me, a good friend of mine, said, hey, I'm your big liberal Democrat friend from New York, but I'm telling you, there's going to be civil unrest in New York City, even among us Democrats on the Upper West Side, if they try to keep us shut down much longer. Life is unsustainable like this. And I think they're going to have a real problem. You know, it's funny. I, I'm getting that message from cops. Yeah? I'm getting that message from cops. Yeah. That's their fear. Yeah. So I think I think the the faster we get through this, the better, uh, the better for the country, uh, and and uh, and I think the better for the president. And there's the president doesn't have any better supporters than us. Yeah, uh, true. But I think he is not well served with Anthony Fauci. I think it's time to look for somebody else. Yeah, and if you're a supporter of any politician, not just the president, don't be a cheerleader. If you think they are going down or being guided down the wrong path, tell them. We put ourselves on the line here. We're going to go out there. This podcast, we have big followings. We have influence on social media. This thing is going to get eyeballs. People watch it. Believe me, these messages get back. But it's time for the president to, to, to put some fresh eyes in a place. And it's time for Fauci, maybe, maybe to understand what, he, what he's doing in the country. Bernie is spot on here. All right, guys, thanks for watching. We'll be back with you next time. Going to be doing a lot more on these topics. Really, it's our country at stake. Thanks again.